recorded live. Greetings. This is Dr. Breck returning to the radio after months of absence. I've returned. I've been in the, I've just been in the mood to return. I've given up the zoggling lifestyle. I'm starting over. I'm starting afresh. I'm now Dr. Breck, you know, uh, <clears throat> uh, Dr. Breck, uh, equine uh, psychologist, and uh, I have several other doctorates in other fields, and, uh, you know, I'm, I uh, <clears throat> am disappointed that there are no other, no other uh, GBs on the call tonight. I advertised this call a while ago, and I'm not started stopping now to... Uh, you know, to begin this process again. You know, we just began this process once and for all. And I'm not interested in in uh, rehashing ancient history, you know, because <clears throat> we've had these broadcasts and uh, I'm tired of doing them over and over again to an empty hall. <clears throat> you know, the spectators are not there for... Uh, are not there for their own amusement. They're there to sit and listen to the speeches that come forth over the radio <clears throat> and the dictates that come forth from gangster Bolshevism. It's not about a market environment. And I don't think everybody understands that. This is not a market environment. Now, I was hoping Pastor Lindstedt was on because over the past two months, um, I've been trucking and uh, I've uh, visited some of the metropolises of the region and uh I'd rather hope that uh Pastor Lindstedt would be enabled to uh have a conference with me on the state of American trucking and uh various other topics as well. And uh <clears throat> it's uh it's a disappointment to me, you know, because uh uh, I don't have the time to listen to his show all the time. You know, one requires a great deal of leisure to do stuff like that. And uh, then there's Jacob is not around. Um, <clears throat> I hope he will be around when we interview Augustus Invictus, which I'm hoping to do in not too long. But uh, in any case, uh, we are here on Gangsta Bolshevik Broadcasting today. We have no callers. I'm shocked by that. We have no audience. You know, I don't know what to say about that. Talk shoe's not really the place for an audience. It's funny, though, that there are so many calls, and a lot of them are somewhat attended. And this is one that is absolutely attended by nobody. But anyway, I am back in the saddle here, the Secretary General of the Gangster Bolshevik Party. And I'm starting over. I'm starting fresh. I'm starting... Uh, starting out to accomplish uh, a new era of radio, a new era of gangster Bolshevik broadcasting, if you will. And like I said, we are going to interview Augustus Invictus. We're going to... People on the scale are going to pop up who are worth interviewing, and we are going to interview them. And there's not going to be any way around that. And we're going to be interviewing people on the American Onslaught. We're going to be interviewing people on the gangster Bolshevik uh, site. So it's going to be very good radio and we're going to be continuous about this. We are going to have a very strong stand on the influences that 
seek to undermine gangster Bolshevism, you cannot undermine the termite ideology, and we will not permit any influences to undermine the termite ideology. That being said, I would like to uh, <clears throat> talk a bit about the uh, my trips over the country. And one of the things that you notice is the condition of the roads in the United States. The roads are in dreadful conditions in every state. There's road work going on constantly across this country. There are no durable roads. There are no durable roads that have any sense of permanence to them. The roads are all garbage. And we're talking about the interstates. You know, we're talking about the public highways, federal and state highways. Absolute garbage roads. Why is that? In every state, the construction work is going on constantly. Can we not have one set of roads that does not constantly require construction and maintenance? We not have one highway system in this country that does not require millions of dollars in graft? You know, I understand it's an employment thing. You know, if we, we built things permanently, there would be no more employment. We wouldn't be able to patch the roads every few years. And there would be a lot of arguments about which method would be more economical. Personally, I don't care what method is economical. I care about what method allows me to drive the roads at 80 miles an hour in relative safety, not having to worry about potholes and so on. So, that being said, I must say that uh, people up north are not very friendly. They are downright hostile in many ways. And uh, I I do not, uh, I have a lot of difficulty in, in dealing with this attitude from people throughout the country. Now, it does, it's not neither really here nor there, but when you think about the whole termite methodology, one sees that uh, people are a lot... The wood is rotten in general. And when you approach the aspect of the situation from... or the situation from that aspect, it's a lot harder for a termite when the wood is already rotten than when the wood is good. So... Uh, looking at it from a termite perspective, there uh, there probably could be written <clears throat> volumes and volumes of books written from the termite perspective. And uh, that we see, I mean, think about it. termite psychology. Chairman Darrell has been off to a great deal with that when you think about it because you have a whole socio-political economical outlook from the perspective of a termite. There's a lot more to what Chairman Darrell is saying than what originally meets the eyes. And this is what's interesting to me personally is having more of a termite outlook on life in general. There's a lot to it. And volumes and volumes could be written, as I said. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something for thought because when you think about the rottenness, not only of the system, but of the people, you can compare it to the dead wood, and the dead wood is not less appetizing to a termite. So from a termite's perspective, 
the situation may be ideal as far as boring one's way through, but maybe less ideal from the point of sustenance. In any case, this has been this has been a interesting beginning initial, and like I said, it's been something of a teaser because I want to do a broadcast with Augustus Invictus, and like I said, uh, that whole process has been initiated. I've requested his presence on the show. Uh, I consider him to be admirable gangster Bolshevik material. And I look forward to uh, interviewing him. Uh, we'll be discussing whatever is on my head at the time. And uh, it will probably include bloodlines. Uh, have more than a little to do with his children since they've been brought up in this whole affair. Uh, <clears throat> we will be discussing pretty much everything but politics. Uh, so if you're calling in or you're, you're listening from that perspective, we won't be doing this. But as a teaser, like I said, Fitz is not here tonight. You know, we only have so much we can talk about because I'm not going to be the Fidel Castro of Internet Radio because Pastor Lindstedt already is. So, um, you know, for maybe we'll come back on. We'll do this again. We'll, it's been almost 20 minutes now. I'm going to stop at the 20-minute mark because... I don't see too much point in continuing on uh, without Chairman Darrell. And I, I've outlined my situation. I've outlined my credentials, and I've outlined why we're going to re-start re, uh, this whole process, start to uh, make a success of Gangster Bolshevik Radio. So there will be more frequent broadcasts. Uh, we will take your money and might start a podcast with it or we might just take your money. In any case, we will be, we are back on the radio again. And uh, we are Gangster Bolshevik Broadcasting. This has been, another. this has been the voice of Gangster Bolshevik Broadcasting, Dr. Brex, Secretary General of the Gangster Bolshevik Party, I will say in closing, 819 and long live death. Thank you.